0: It's time to check in on Prop 12 implications in California. We're going to talk about a disaster declaration here in Arkansas and much more on today's episode of the Arkansas EyeCast, which starts right now.
1: You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Jason Brown and John Nickman.
0: Oh, yeah, it's Friday. Is it that time? Yeah, it is that time. We're a day late, so <laughs> past that time. <laughs> Things happen. You know, sometimes we get busy around here. Uh, yes. Things are happening. Things are going on. And and, and Lord knows right now, maybe we're traveling. Uh, yes. And so we just have to delay it today. Like I said. Things happen. You said that, didn't <laughs> you? Happened. I could have saved a lot of time. Right you could there. have. If you just listened <laughs> to me for once. Uh, uh, you know, uh, we did, though, uh, go ahead and throw out the uh, deep dive with Tyler Yes. they're talking about h2 a wage requirements uh yesterday so we did technically put out a show yesterday yeah gave a little more detail on show. that subject yeah I think that's a good one uh certainly has been of interest uh lately I know uh, after we published that at AG insider and talked about that on this show yes uh last week or week before um we uh, got a call from democratic Gazette and they said oh that's pretty interesting let's talk about that more so um, we were able to do that, uh, which was which was um, a great opportunity to get that in front of yeah, more Tyler eyeballs. Tyler was in the paper; he was. And then I noticed in their editorial section on on the nineteenth, uh, they actually published an editorial on this topic in addition to their really? ar- article. Good. So I need to share that around too. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Um, what's going on it's friday it's
1: friday uh it's raining it's raining finally i'm sure my yard thing. is
0: just happy as it could be buddy i went over there last night and i'm like i'm gonna roll this dice and i flipped that sprinkler off mm-hmm. and i uh, said let's see what happens and yeah. then about four o'clock this morning i got woke up by thunder i've been really lazy this week I have not watered my yard at all
1: just kind of staring at the sky. Come
0: on, please. Uh, I'm at that. I'm <laughs> at that. Like, what's it? What's it really matter? They say if it's still in the 60s at night, you know, it should water. I mean, that's when you should start. Okay. Like if you're, you know, when it starts, you know, staying in the 60s mm-hmm. at night, early spring. Yeah. So I figure, well, it's still in the 60s right now. Maybe I should still keep this up.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm on. I'm on the edge of. Calling but the I, for, I know. For the year. I'm right there too. As much as I want to.
0: Yeah. Well, you can hardly see any of the grass cuz all the leaves. Yeah, in my yard true. for one. My yard's not looking good though, man. It's it's hurting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, I just think about all the rain we're going to get in the winter and I want there to be something there to slow that water down, <clears throat> you know, erosion, erosion mitigation, I guess. That's If you want to talk about erosion, just go look at my backyard. It's pretty bad. <laughs> buddy.
1: I don't have any good news about my yard, unfortunately. Yeah, well, we the still deal green with them. I need to be.
0: We took a big project under uh two years ago mm-hmm. for erosion mitigation and we still I called the guys back last year and they are like, Oh, there's a lot more water here than we thought there was. Yeah. So uh anyway. Uh well it's been a busy week, as we said. We're a day late. Um, but we're here and we've put out two shows this week. So we're trying to make up for it, or we will have uh today, trying to make up for it. Uh, I got the opportunity to travel to uh, Benton County uh, on Tuesday uh, for a pretty cool event up there. Yeah, I saw that. That looked pretty cool. Yeah, you can see, I think ArkansasOutside.com has published a story about this. I know Axios uh, was also going to publish a story about it. I haven't seen that yet. Um, and we've got a video coming out today, this morning, I believe, uh, also. But this is um, this is kind of a first of its kind. Uh, event up there where we had benton county farm bureau team up with um the uh a cycling association uh, uh the arkansas r3 uh project which is um the respect rural roads campaign you've probably seen or heard us talk about in the past yeah. and so it's just pretty cool they had uh west Evans up there invited uh, – and, and Benton County Farm Bureau invited cyclists to come out to his farm and and, and learn a little bit about farming, have a meal, uh, just spend some time on the farm. So they put this out there for cyclists to sign up. How many do you think showed to up? Sign up? They had 280, I think, wow. uh, RSVPs, and there were – I mean, they were close to that out there. I'm telling you, there were over 200 uh, cyclists out there. The pictures there. I saw had a lot of bicycles in it. Yeah. It's kind of funny to see these these bikes, like, leaned up on the barbed wire fence <laughs> or whatever. And <laughs> yeah. there's some good photos Power of them poles. riding in right next to, you know, a, a, a mama cow and, yeah. and, and her baby. And uh, I don't know. It's just really cool. They seem to enjoy it. I know uh, uh, Benton County Farm Bureau cooked. Uh, they partnered up with Double J Farms, I believe, and Simmons Foods. They've cooked over 500 pounds of um, protein and fed, fed everybody. Wow. That's a lot. That's just a cool event. Uh, so we'll have a video out on that, but it's, it's really important to see these two sort of communities come together. Really. It, 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 started by road safety. Yeah. Uh, thinking about how to keep cyclists safe on the road, how to keep farmers safe on the road. Simmons uh, talked a little bit about the 18 wheelers that they move in and out of their facilities, uh, often traveling down rural yep. roads and gave some pointers and tips for cyclists to, you know, sort of help navigate that. Anyway, it's just it was a cool event um oh and I've got something for you we made a cool sticker uh, that says I break for farmers yeah that that's pretty cool take and 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 put on their their equipment or water bottle or whatever that may be so uh, I need to get you one though yeah you They're should cool. put one on this water bottle here on the table oh yeah there we go um anyway uh we've got a long list so I'm just gonna keep it moving um and y'all stop me. All right. If uh, if you hear something that sounds go for it, man. crazy. Um, Arkansas Ag Hall of Fame nominations are open. Um, this is something that uh, happens every year, um, but just wanted to remind you guys that the deadline to submit uh, someone for that is November first, and you can uh, submit that nomination at ArkansasAgHallOfFame dot org um, yeah, so all the information you need is there on the website ArkansasAgHallOfFame dot org. Yeah, I always like that event. It seems like there's
1: always you know, the awardees are always very de- deserving, but you can tell they really, really appreciate the, you know, the notice for the work they've done. Yeah, throughout their career. Yeah, so I, th- I think it's a great thing to have.
0: Yeah, that's it's pretty cool, and, and our team always plays uh, some 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 role in that as well um see here just a reminder that the ag department's fire smart app uh is out there Uh, this launched last year we talked about it on the show i believe we had a session on it at um, our state convention last year Uh, this is just an app that offers row crop producers and forest landowners a way to check conditions and report prescribed burns um very helpful Uh, As we move through harvest season on the row crop side, Uh, very helpful right now with some of the dry conditions that we've had in the state, which hopefully we're getting some relief from. Uh, But anyway, yeah, the FireSmart app from the Arkansas Ag Department. Uh, Just, again, remember that's out there. Download it. Use it. uh, That'd be a great tool to have. It's it's pretty neat. I I got to sit in the session where uh, we walked through that, and it was, I'm telling you, it was pretty cool uh let me see here do you want to go over any of this uh i can yeah that would be helpful because i'm seeing <laughs> that the crop quality and harvest <laughs> updates are next get a little
1: winded yeah man i am i'm uh, tired so a few events on the calendar coming up uapb agriculture farm field day is coming up it's on uh, next friday september 29th it starts at 8:30 and it'll go till noon uh, and it's located at their lone oak farm uh i'm sure they're going to go over, over a wide array of things but i'm pretty sure their aquaculture facilities are there and loan up too yeah. they used to have a testing lab there and i'm pretty sure that's something they always do around september october yeah uh, so it should be a pretty good event uh also remember the arkansas state fair it's coming up october 13th through the 22nd you'll probably see a lot of us down there yes uh, specifically with the livestock show it's always a really good event very well attended uh i know jake cartwright's getting prepped up for the purple circle
0: that's yeah. always a big deal our own austin lester i think he runs that swine yes, barn out there um we'll probably go out and taste some food
2: we'll be doing fair food yeah and stuff you know i ah. hope
0: that we includes well. me uh absolutely <laughs> it can a matter of fact it might <laughs> should it should I think you're having a snack now i've look been look holding out you. on you guys <laughs> <laughs> look at what you, you pop tart
2: you know it uh wasn't it you that said you hated when people eat on the I radio? I do. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> this one's for you. <laughs> There's a certain radio station. Well, you're we had on. At, uh,
1: we had Matthew on what, a few weeks ago, and he yeah. had his coffee, and he oh yeah, and then he yeah. kept talking.
2: There you go. <laughs> it's it's Friday, you know. Hey, you in know, the, in the uh, it's in like the, the senior lap of the week. of. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we had a little bit of a false anymore. start here in the spirit of football we, for the weekend. We so I kind of, uh, <laughs> I I knew I was going to bring the food out and stuff, so I kind of messed up a little bit on the beginning. I do well, make it's mistakes. So. It's yeah. fine. We we, we Not
1: really enjoy food here on I this podcast, agree. so it, it,
0: it's okay. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Just don't let it I, I won't
2: feel. eat the whole time. <laughs> just some of the time. Just I, some just, time. I just wanted you to see that before you you know.
0: I want to say something. Say I like a pop tart. Do you? Yeah, I do. Have you had a s'mores pop
1: tart? Man, you need to you need No, to we down were
0: talking we were sending the pop tart out at the grocery store the other day. My daughter and I was like, "What what flavor is your favorite?" And I think she said strawberry, but I like the cinnamon oh, sugar. Now, cinnamon I don't, brown I don't sugar? indulge in really in a pop tart maybe two or three times a year. Yeah. Um, but man, it yeah. sometimes it just hits the spot and you've got me thinking about them over there. Um,
2: there's a there's another one over here if you it want that? it. So. No no no, thank you. <laughs> so, so you I've won't eat through smoothie. the whole
1: show. You'll just eat until you're done I, eating them. You know?
2: I, I think it served its purpose now. So
1: <laughs> that's. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's here for rhetoric. Uh, so,
1: uh, hot take:
0: uh, Pop tart or toaster strudel? Ooh. Oh, I had a I had one too. We'll yeah. we'll go with this one first. That's a good one. <laughs> I'll tell you something. I can't believe I'm going to admit this i love toaster strudel yeah i hate trying to get that icing out of the package yeah, that's kind <laughs> of a, mm-hmm. Pain. that actually might push me towards pop tart <laughs> so do you that do you, and you know this is going to happen at least once yeah you're like oh my god that's so hot it's burning my oh, mouth yeah. and then you take like the next lava. bite and you're like oh that's still frozen right there in right. that area like i yeah. don't know why yeah. i can't cook yeah. them right yeah it's a roller coaster <laughs> and then you realize you have half of it on your shirt <laughs> well there's after that. you're done with it
2: see there i've uh derailed us
0: you have, You're but welcome. that's okay because we just dove <laughs> right into the information. We did, and, and actually, that was bothering me. It's
2: Friday, so we should
0: be having fun on this show.
2: I just wanted to say hi. Yeah.
0: Okay. Last <laughs> last question, we can put the pop tart to bed. <laughs> okay. Toasted
1: or no, not toasted? I knew, this is my oh. question.
0: Oh. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> it was mine now. Did you? Well, did you answer the strudel?
1: Uh, yeah, no, or did you I didn't. Just
0: propose? That I just question? proposed it. I I don't know that any of us answered. I'm going to go Pop Tart for ease. Okay. Yeah, I agree. For ease. Yeah, Pop Tart. Yeah. Um,
2: And toasted or untoasted. Yeah. Depends on the day. But, yeah, interesting. you know, I tried to put it on top of the warm coffee thing like you do on the plane. <laughs> yeah. It didn't work. didn't my, work. My coffee wasn't hot enough. Like your so. biscotti cookie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What do you say to that? Uh, a toasted s'mores Pop Tart. Okay. What's where it, it's at. The okay. rest of them, it, it doesn't have to
2: be. It depends on the Pop-Tart. Yeah. Entirely. Yeah. Because some I mean, of them don't taste good. Oh, oh, the flavors. flavors. It, it, that's what I mean.
0: Okay. It, it, Interesting.
2: Yeah. And, and whether it's frosted or not frosted. Because mm. okay. I don't like putting the frosted ones in the toaster, you
1: know. Yeah. Toaster or... Uh, oven oh uh, now here oh, we go I don't by the way, I didn't answer
0: once again uh, we're
2: about to have a podcast entirely <laughs> about pop tarts <laughs> <laughs> so. raw, raw, raw raw
0: for me I like my pop tarts raw I don't maybe twice yeah. I don't know yeah. if I've even had three times have i in my life have I had a hot pop tart yeah huh. or yeah. a warm pop tart interesting yeah. uh I've well, also never had because you see these popular now uh at bakeries the yeah. homemade pop tart mm-hmm I've never seen that had on one. The internet could, people do it. I'm that. scared to eat it. I'm like, yeah. that might be too yeah. good. I like my regular Pop Tart out of the package. There you go. All yeah, right. So sense. y'all like them toasted. Depending on flavor.
2: Depending on flavor. But nine times out of ten,
0: it's just straight out of the package. Out of the package. Yeah. yeah like more often than not, you're it's probably all... gonna eat it right out of the
1: package.
2: Usually because when I'm going for it, I'm I'm ready to have one right then. Okay. So,
1: yeah. Next podcast, you gotta report back about having a S'mores pop tart. S'mores pop tart. I'll go grab <laughs> some.
0: Okay. Seriously. I think I got a Kroger list right All right. Now. We got two more things on the calendar. Oh, <laughs> okay. She'll do in the calendar. Okay. <laughs> the Pop Tart. Well, calendar. the food we were talking about fair food, you know?
1: And that's what got us. Hey, what about a deep fried
0: Pop Tart? Oh, I've never had that. I hadn't either. That just, just popped in my head. Pop tart. It sounds like fair food. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. All right, what other two meetings do we have?
1: All right, the 2023 Arkansas Farm Bureau State Resolutions Committee. Meetings start November 1st and 2nd. Um, okay. and they'll be in Hot Springs, right? Yep. Uh, I think registration's at uh, 8, 8.30, and the meeting will start around 9, mm-hmm. or uh, all the meetings. Also, the Arkansas Farm Bureau 89th Annual Convention is November 29th through December 1st here in Little Rock at the State uh, uh, House Convention Center mm-hmm. downtown. Uh, also, our Farmers Market be I was there ask we're going uh we've already reached out to all the winners uh or awardees if you will and notified whether people whether or not they were awarded a spot uh be looking for out on social media for an announcement on who those people are yeah we're going to try to spotlight those individuals and you know do
0: anything. Oh, it's like f- a lead up to yeah lead oh, up okay. to the
1: convention to kind of just make them feel important because they should be
0: Right. Can we say, how, how many did we choose? Can I ask that question? Yeah,
1: so we had uh, a little over 80, almost 90. I mean, let's just call it 100 if you want uh-huh. to make it sound good. Boy, you went up really uh, good for an economist. Yeah, well, I know how to work the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we, uh, from that, we were only able to choose 30. So it was a very, very difficult decision. Uh, there was... A lot, a lot of good entries. I mean, every single one of them, if we had room, we probably would have selected all of them. Yeah.
0: but That's you know, still a really strong market. I mean, 30 vendors. 30 is huge, yeah. And, the, and we're not even talking about the trade show, right? This no, is completely This separate. is a section off of the. It's in the trade show, but it's a part, yeah. a section of the
1: trade show. Uh, and just uh, the criteria for whether we awarded individuals or we didn't, uh-huh. we wanted to have a good uh, – diversification of products being offered yeah yeah uh and then also it kind of came down to how well you presented or marketed your product uh so you know the very minimum was no no website or facebook page Mm then the very extreme there was facebook there was twitter there's instagram there's standalone website traffic Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so there was but again there was a lot of stuff there were there was you know, a handful—probably ten or twenty of them—that we wanted to include, but we just couldn't. Just couldn't, you know. Yeah. So that, yeah. that, that 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 cutoff line was pretty difficult. Yeah, well, that's very exciting. On. Is there yeah. a
0: unique product that you think, like, even without naming, that would, like, because it's it's not just food, mm-hmm. so it could be other other items, right? You know, there were, I think there's like a handful of
1: people that are selling freeze dried items. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. And like you would initially, I went to freeze dried like fruit, vegetables, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But there's people freeze drying freeze drying Skittles and Starburst and like all sorts (laughs) of random stuff. Interesting, you know. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, I would
0: think about fruit really. I probably wouldn't even get to vegetables.
1: But uh, you know, we've got crafts, and I think there's some people with some fresh actual fresh produce that are going to be there. There'll be somebody with uh, bison.
0: So uh, we've got Thank some protein, or we far- protein. But we're farming bison in the state. Yes. Apparently. Do you know this place?
2: Uh, I was just going to say kudos to Jay Brown for trying to get you to say one of the vendors. <laughs> I know. I was, <laughs> you see how I was working on him there.
1: <laughs> no, uh, I'm, I'm smarter than the average bear. I, I know his tactics. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. well, this
0: is this sounds cool. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah.
1: And then also at the state convention center is the ag mechanic competition. Yep. Uh, so I think that'll be a pretty good show. And then I think we're also going to have a live show there at the, the state it, convention. So you're bringing door prizes for yeah, that. We're so going to be you're headlining. headlining out,
0: of you're going gonna to <laughs> give out door prizes. And free signatures. <laughs> yet again. We'll, <laughs> open, Autographs. we'll yep. be opening the Christmas presents that Matthew buys each of us. Oh, how exciting. Remember, we assigned yeah. him to buy all the Christmas gifts. So anyway, there's just a yeah, just ton going on.
1: <laughs> all, all sorts of stuff. I'm excited. <laughs> I, I won't be busy at all. So yeah. I'll, I'll be able to enjoy myself
0: well uh, I can smell those spice pecans now yeah uh there was <laughs> which are always a staple of, of the uh there's
1: gonna be a lot of baked goods
0: I'm kind of excited about that too so oh, yeah. I love a baked good if yeah. you can't tell by looking at it <laughs> <laughs> all right well good deal so what that's about crop quality so that's a, cal- a calendar uh of events if you can remember any of that <laughs> considering how many sidebars we had um we hope to see you there at one or all of those um events all right yeah so let's talk talk uh, crop quality and harvest updates we skipped this last week uh, because we were talking about the WASD, uh but we're back on it this week um if you if you missed it uh what we had to say about the WASDE report you can go back and listen to last week's episode that'll certainly be in the feed which is our uh, email newsletter that goes out today you can find that on social media youtube um apple Podcasts, any anywhere you want to listen um, all right, the state corn crop is nearly 75% harvested. This was as of Tuesday, so surely we uh, jumped ahead of that this weekend in anticipation of the late-week rain. Uh, nearly 25% jump over last week, and we're trending right along right now with the five-year average. Uh, looking at rice, we've harvested about 40% of the state's acres uh, with the total crop headed, uh, headed out and uh, 83% mature. Uh, we're barely behind last year in a bit. Uh, more behind the five-year, but the crop quality looks great at almost three-quarters in the good-to-excellent rating. Uh, Soybeans are 9% harvested, still a bit behind last year in the five-year. 68% of the crop is coloring and another 44% dropping leaves. Uh, The crop is in decent condition with about 58% rated good-to-excellent. We've got another 30% rated as fair. Uh, Once this rice and corn is out, we'll see growers pivot to soybean harvest, uh, no doubt uh cotton is almost completely opened up in the state and harvest is officially on the board with one percent done my guess is that uh this is in the southeast most corner of the mm-hmm. state probably uh, we're slightly behind the five year but ahead of the of last year still on cotton um with uh the crop and the crop's looking to be in good shape with 65 percent uh, rated good to excellent we'll wrap up with peanuts today with nearly three quarters of the crop rated good to excellent growers uh probably happy with the crop although I've, re- I've I've read a bit about this split crop uh, that they dealt with last year and then this year. Really? Yeah, it's where the crop is basically ready in two phases. Um in the way uh soybean harvest or uh, sorry, peanut harvest usually works is once you're ready, once it's once you're ready to harvest, you pull them out of the ground and lay them on top of the ground for Yes. A f- several days to dry out and then you come back and pick them up. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently part of the issue is that they're not all ready to come out of the ground at, at the same time. So you have to go in and get your first phase of the crop out, lay it out to dry, go back get the second phase of the crop out, lay it out to dry, and then ideally you would go back and pick all of them up at the same time. The trouble is, from what I read, uh, the, the, the first phase, you know, the crop that you pull out of the ground first could rot you've oh, got yeah. risk of rotting while they lay there waiting for the second crop second phase to dry out so this so, would be like an individual field you have part of the field ready and part of it's not I, th- I think so um i know at least half of the you know half of what you're growing so maybe that's in the same field maybe that's two fields I, frankly i'm not sh- real sure about the science there yeah when i was reading travis uh foskey with the university was talking mm-hmm. about this issue But I think it becomes really an efficiency, again, a risk uh, of that crop rotting, you know. Um, So anyway, kind of a challenge there, apparently something we dealt with last year as well. Uh, So we'll kind of keep an eye on that. But good news is right now, like I said, three-quarters of the crop is rated good to excellent. Harvest actually has started with 2% dug. That's that, that's that process where they pull it out and lay it on the ground to dry. Yep. Uh, which means that all row crop harvest has officially begun in the state. I think yeah. peanuts were, I, I say, and I think cotton was on the board. I'm yeah, one percent done. So, um, so everything has started right now. I'm surprised. Uh, and the soybeans window, are only nine percent. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I'm not in the field every day, so I was in Monroe County the other day, just driving through, and it looked like. I mean, a lot of those beans are ready or close. Yeah. So I I figure by the time they get rice done, like we were saying.
1: And you're in kind of a situation now, what you said, the the corn crop is 75% harvested. So you've got guys that are taking corn headers off because rice is ready. Rice is ready, yeah. But then they've got a field of corn that's not, you know, what mm-hmm. do you get out first
0: Yeah, you know, it's kind of a decision situation, kind of like with the peanuts. Yeah, right. So I get my guess is if corn was at seventy five percent in Tuesday's report, my guess is by now it's eighty five percent. Probably. I have no science to back that up. I'm just saying, knowing that we were going to get rain chances today and Sunday. Actually, Mm -hmm. I think Sunday we're going to have more rain than we're getting today. Uh, My guess is they're really racing. They were really racing to get corn yeah wrapped up be a big push before the weather anyway all of this set aside let's 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 talk river levels for a minute uh this is a bad situation that has really gotten worse this week Uh, i don't think the rain that we're going to get is enough to really make us a a dent in the problem not at all um we reported the basis basis impacts last week Uh, this week we've seen some elevators turning grain deliveries away Uh, i have seen countless reports of seven hours five hours at the elevator waiting man um and some of that's just harvest you know but like at the same time with these basis issues the way they are i mean we dealt with this last year but so far we're actually in worse shape and the problem is intensifying so uh, this is something that we'll probably be updating really soon uh with a video story we'll certainly talk about it here on the Mm -hmm. podcast but um i mean we're we're in the dollars and cents impact.
1: Yeah, uh, this this is starting to sound. Yeah, we did. I think this was technically our first Ag Insider last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we had plans to follow this up. So this is, uh, not to speak as like it's good material because yeah. it's a bad situation, right? But um, man, this is two years for, in a row. It's is good?
0: I think for folks to be able to understand the basis impacts yeah and 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 where you're going to be if you don't have storage yes i think that would be i know it's a i know it's it's a, it's tough we we wish we didn't have to cover mm-hmm. it but i think it's important yes it, it's, cover, it, it's very know?
1: important i mean i saw a video the other day somebody you know if you get to a point you got to start tarping your grain on the ground mm-hmm. and i saw a video of the day they they would packed it too much and that whole tarp just tore right down the top yeah you know, just all sorts of problems that That's are gonna news. come with this. Yeah. With its basis, or you're not be able to store it or I mean I don't I'm kinda lost for words to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um so anyway, uh well good. I'm 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 glad to hear y'all are thinking about that. Yeah, and, and Tyler uh, told me the other day that he had heard somewhere in the White River, I don't know if it's Bungie on the
1: White River or who they're not taking any in right now at all. Yeah. They stopped this week.
0: Yeah. So it's a it's a tough deal. So and that was Monday. I think because I I think we may have been in the same same conversation probably Um, lots happened since anyway yeah Yeah. so you know yeah all right well you want to dig into some news here yes sir all right let's do it let's go for it Um, so
1: as our listeners know all too well we often talk about the simplest concept in economics yes supply and supply demand. demand yeah and currently the state of California is kind of an example of this. Uh, concerning Proposition 12 mm, okay. due to that. okay. So just this week, Hannah Hawkins of Texas A&M University wrote a great article on Southern Ag Today about the impact of Proposition 12 and what it's having on the uh, fresh pork supply in California right now, mm-hmm. or supply chain. If you remember, California's Proposition 12, which set production standards for pork sold in California, officially came into effect on July 1st. This animal welfare law sets the requirement that all uncooked pork sold in the state must come from the offspring of sows that are kept in pens with at least 24 square feet of space. Mm. It goes without saying that a lot of operations across the country that raise pigs do not meet this requirement.
0: Mm.
1: So it's very difficult at the moment to try to... I think the the sunset period on this is into December. Yeah. So... It, financially it's going to be tough for some of these producers to continue to sell into the state of California. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, like I said, this is led producers in the major pork-producing states such as the Plains states and Corn Belt states as well as North Carolina to decide if it's economically feasible to meet Proposition 12 requirements or to dis- or to sorry, discontinue supplying the state of California altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to shoot some numbers at you, according to Hawkins, California accounts for 14% of the U.S. pork consumption. Wow. But at the same time, only accounts for less than 2% of pork production. So they don't produce a whole lot of their pork, but their demand is import. really high. Yeah. So given there's such a high demand in the state with such small production numbers in California – market has seen a tremendous increase in the price of fresh pork and the decrease of the number of sales of pork. Mm. Hawkins states that the pork ribs and pork loin are the top two consumed fresh pork items within the state, and by the end of, end of July, prices surged 25% and 45% respectively. Just to compare, for the entire U.S. average, sales prices were 6.4% higher and five point percent lower during the same period of time. My goodness. As you can imagine, with such dramatic price increases, sales have begun falling, The total volume of pork purchased in California decreased by 23% from June 2023 to August 2023. Normally, sales of pork in the state stay similar to national sales volumes, but clearly Proposition 12 has had a detrimental impact on consumers in California they are trying to consume pork. Hawkins also reminds readers that Massachusetts has also enacted a similar law. These laws are clearly having an impact on consumers uh, in the state of California, but nonetheless— they are destined to impact producers across the country. Yeah, uh, And if this kind of, this this type of law gains momentum, you're probably going to see other states push for this as well. Yeah. Uh, and I guess the question here, do producers, you know, change their production practices, their infrastructure? How much of an impact is that going to have financially on them?
0: Yeah, is that even
1: feasible? Uh, man, imagine if
0: they pull out of California altogether or Massachusetts. Be- running <laughs> running running pork yeah on the back road mm-hmm. uh guess. i don't know that's that's a tough situation because yeah the consumer i mean the consumer and the producer are losing here yes you know i mean Absolutely. um all right well let's play a little bit of catch up here from uh the summer storms uh but help uh help is on the way for several arkansas counties that were impacted by weather in june and july okay On September 5th, again, this news is a little old, but uh, honestly, I didn't see it until this week. So I think I I saw this this week, too. Yeah, I thought it would be important to bring this up. Uh, The USDA designated seven Arkansas counties as primary disaster areas due to tornadoes, high wind, hail, lightning, and excessive rain that occurred in the state from June 7th to July 14th this year. The primary counties designated as disaster areas are Ashley, Conway, Mississippi, Monroe, Pope, Prairie, and Stone counties. In addition, USDA designated 26 Arkansas counties as contiguous disaster counties. Mm -hmm. We won't go through that list, but in response to the designation, the U.S. Small Business Administration announced that economic injury disaster loans are available to Arkansas small non-farm businesses Small agricultural cooperatives, small businesses engaged in aquaculture, and most private nonprofit organizations in all 33 counties listed. Uh, though these low interest federal disaster loans are for economic losses because of reduced revenues caused by the extreme weather. Yep. And you can certainly learn more or apply uh, for assistance at. Uh, Disasterloanassistance.sba.gov. That's disasterloanassistance.sba.gov. Cool. Well, uh, so the
1: contiguous the contiguous uh-huh. counties mm-hmm. of Ashley, Conway, Mississippi, Monroe, Pope, Prairie, Stone. Correct me if I'm wrong. Those are counties that border those specific counties, right? I think so. So yeah. yeah so yeah. So you that also got the, qualify
0: the primary counties that we listed there, and then the other twenty six. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, um, so there you go. There's some assistance out there in the form of, uh, low interest, uh, loans that, um, that could be, could be helpful to you, yeah. uh, agriculture or not, or otherwise rather. So we've had a lot of weather events. So man, big assistance. Hey man big help. I know, uh, honestly, it's kind of to not see Pulaski listed in one of the primary counties just yeah. because of what we saw happen out here with that microburst yeah. and some of the impacts on an already-affected uh, tornado-ridden uh, areas. Yeah, there was a, but,
1: a area here in Little Rock I drove by the other day that got hit really hard with a tornado, and that little microburst that hit
0: mm-hmm. knocked down a house that was being rebuilt. I, it's right down the street from, from some friends of Is ours. It? They had just get, gotten the outside yeah. section of their home redone and got hit again yeah uh That's and terrible. if you drive down there i mean i drive through gracious. it every morning yeah i mean it's awful so all right well let's take a short break from the news have you considered running for public office no I'm uh, not... what uh, no oh i thought you were gonna <laughs> say yes uh no <laughs> i'm talking to the listeners not you uh so we've got some great news registration is now open for our how to win an election seminar you've probably heard us say that before
1: That's right. The seminar teaches how to evaluate the candidate in the electorate, build a campaign structure, raise money, and how to get voter attention, plus much more. Fun fact, Jason. Oh, yeah? Yeah. According to the American Farm Bureau, candidates
0: who have gone through the program have a 75% winning percentage. Oh, that sounds like it's worth it. The seminar takes place right here at our office on October 17th and 18th, and registration is already open. It only costs $225 to attend, and that includes... The classes and meals during the program to learn more or register just go to arp.com and search how to win an election but you better get signed up because registration closes october 13th and that's right around the corner uh all right well let's get back to the news how let's about do it all right some interesting news from the ag department this week uh helping our friends to the south uh, actually, our opponents this week, I guess, if yeah. you think about it like that. It's uh, Governor Sanders has authorized a crew of six wild, wildland uh, firefighters from the Arkansas Department of Ag's Forestry Division to assist the state of Louisiana with their ongoing wildfire suppression efforts. Approximately 40,000 acres of wildland fire have impacted the state of Louisiana, and a third of the state continues to experience extreme drought conditions. Forestry Division employees are being mobilized as part of the South Central Interstate Forest Fire Protection Compact. Uh, the compact enables participating state forestry agencies to send wildland firefighting resources and personnel across state lines to assist with wildfire suppression. Uh, the six person crew uh, coming from Arkansas will assist the Tiger Island Fire, uh, will assist with the Tiger, Tiger Island Fire for two weeks beginning this week. Um, the primary role of the crew will be to check out and maintain existing fire breaks. Uh, the forestry division will also send trucks and ATVs with water tanks to assist with the wildfire response efforts. Previously, the governor authorized two UH-60 Blackhawk helicopters wow. uh, from the Arkansas National Guard's 77th Theater Aviation Brigade to assist with wildfire suppression efforts. And now we've got human capital going down to help. Yeah. Help help fight this so important glad we can help out you know feel like louisiana always sends um electric utility crews when we have storms and things like that so it's nice to have that relationship yeah yeah to share some resources helping each other out when when needed amen yep
1: well we got one more for you all right let's do it so foreign land ownership is back in the news with ten more states passing laws in 2023. Oh, interesting. The issue of restricting foreign investments and ownership of U.S. land has been a heavily discussed issue amongst our membership here at Arkansas Farm Bureau, mm-hmm. but as well as across the entire country. Yeah. During the 2023 legislative session, the topic emerged in most of states in an article published in Southern Ag Today. Micah Brown of the National Agricultural Law Center. Uh, stated that the re-emergence of the issue is mostly due to the purchase of land near U.S. Air Force bases in Texas and North Dakota by two Chinese-owned companies. Oh. The issue is gaining momentum. and uh, Also, in 2022, there were only 14 states that specifically limited or restricted foreign individuals, foreign business entities, and or foreign govern- governments from acquiring or owning an interest in farmland within their state. Currently... There are 24 states with such laws, so hmm. a pretty pretty big jump there from last year. Yeah, in 2023, there were 10 states that enacted new laws restricting foreign ownership of land, and there were two states, Oklahoma and North Dakota, who amended their existing laws that prohibit certain foreign purchases of land. Brown also mentions that the that amongst the 24 states, laws vary widely. Okay, uh, and some states restrict restrict only certain purchases. His example in the article was the majority of foreign ownership. Laws enacted in 2023 seek to restrict investments from specific countries, particularly China, Iran, North Korea, and Russia. Okay, uh, as you can tell, it seems fairly targeted at those yeah, particular absolutely. countries. Federally, Congress is considering several proposals seeking to establish a national restriction on certain foreign investments in U.S. land. Recently, a Senate uh, passed. Uh, recently, the Senate passed an amendment. To it's version of the bicameral uh, – did I pronounce that right? Bicameral. Look at Bicameral. Yeah. Yeah, Stuttgart you're, Education. You were right there. Uh, version of the Bicameral National Defense Authority Act, or NDAA, mm-hmm. which seeks to prevent certain, certain investments in U.S. agricultural businesses and land by, yet again, China, Iran, North Korea, and Russia. Mm-hmm. This is also being reconciled with the House version of the bill. Um, this, this issue we're currently active discussing, uh, I think in policy development season again this year, uh, and we'll continue to watch this specifically, or especially if any federal laws are passed or if any, uh, new advancements are made here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I know that you didn't list out all the, all 24 States, Mm -hmm. uh, but Arkansas was one of them, uh, that passed, uh, uh, one of these laws this year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, be something to watch, uh, especially through our PD process. and so Yeah, on. I'm sure something so will come up. Yeah, anyway, all right. Well, that kind of wraps us up. Yeah, we did it. We did it. That okay, was a long that's haul the end. Right Let's there, wrap this up right now. Yeah, we'll just close our <laughs> laptop and get on out of here.
1: Go ahead and close them, Mr. Pottsart. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, you'd rather us close them, wouldn't you?
0: Ah, no cheating. That's we right. usually don't Google. You don't. Or certainly. You do I haven't I, I haven't have seen any really. eyes
2: darting anywhere or anything. So mm-hmm. but it is. What time is it, boys and girls?
0: Time for it's time for you to use extra cool voice effects. There we go. He did it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a highlight of his week. Mine yes. too. <laughs> it, I look forward to it all the time. So <laughs> all the time. Um uh, today go to sleep thinking about it. it today campers.
2: We're okay. going to find out if you're smarter than a fifth grader. Oh, oh no! <laughs> it's not all right. Like good. Are you ready for no. question one?
0: No. <laughs> Let's do it. Good. Rip off this band aid.
2: Let's dive right in. Okay. Color, density, volume, and mass are all properties of blank.
1: Color, uh,
0: density, and mass. And vol- volume. Volume. All properties of don't know that i get the the connection a, a, I mean, a gas this. or uh liquid matter oh okay <laughs> interesting <laughs> <laughs> you see where we're going with all this okay. so here we yeah. go question uh,
2: two an electric current is made up of what kind of particles
0: electrons
2: bingo okay yes all right A little, <laughs> little redemption there I'm losing All Right What is the name For the scientific study Of traits Passed down From parents To their children Genetics Look at there yeah, We're tired. Look at there. there Okay yeah. All right Each of you got one Okay So Final one All The right. atmosphere Hydrosphere And lithosphere Are ecosystems Part of the blank
0: at, Oh you said atmosphere <laughs> The earth <laughs> The sky, (laughs) (laughs) stratosphere. (laughs) I guess none of those are right. We're just gonna keep (laughs) guessing. uh, I'm gonna (laughs) assume by his non-response, the solar system, the biosphere. that's (laughs) was <laughs> fair oh uh, oh the biodome biodome yeah there you go I, went double, I thought my head went right there to bow the movie, the Shore. <laughs> <Wally> Shore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I had a feeling that's where the mine was gonna go so but uh, we were showing so age. you each yeah. got one and you each lost one so yeah, well. uh, you're even that's about how it goes. you're so even better than losing so, i guess i guess you're even equal with a fifth grader in that regard i, I, so.
1: I doubt it but anyway. uh, i don't know about him but i still need a calculator to do math so. <laughs> oh, yeah, for yeah. sure
0: and then i'll probably still get it wrong all right well that's a friday show for you we had pop tarts we had uh fun trivia yeah we uh, didn't talk about too much everything. college football uh, we so did it hadn't been
1: really good in the state of arkansas so. yeah no it's
0: been it's been tough for both our teams mm-hmm. uh uh, I'd say all three of our teams, y'all just happen to root for the same one. Yep. All right. Well, that wraps up the news for this week. Thanks for following along with the Arkansas AdCast. We're grateful for you taking the time to watch and listen.
1: Remember, you can catch new episodes of the show every Thursday afternoon. Find video episodes on Facebook and YouTube.
0: Listen to the audio version wherever you listen to podcasts. That's it. And make sure to subscribe and leave us a review when you have a few extra minutes. The Arkansas ICast is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau. I'm Jason Brown. I'm John McMinn.